0: Yeah.
1: it's Josh Williams here, and welcome to episode number 25 of the One Man Podcast for Wednesday, November 1st, 2017. How are you guys doing? How was your halloween That was yesterday, right? It's tomorrow for me. I'm recording this on Monday night because I'm working all day. On, uh, on Halloween. Just enough time to get together with uh, the lady and the kiddos when I'm done just to say goodnight to them, maybe raid their candy bags a little bit, but a good shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go through and I'm going to pick out the best fucking stuff because everybody knows like one in 20 people give you the good stuff. You know, maybe one in 10 if you're in a real good neighborhood. But for the most part, they're giving you those gross little orange, white, and black toffees that are all rolled up, right? They're going to give you those Old Dutch chips. I think they're called Old Dutch or Dutch Mill or some shit like that. Same company as the sink cleaning shit. Right? There's going to be uh, Rockets. Ugh. I don't know who still likes those. You'll like them if they're free. But for Christ's sakes, on the night that every all the good stuff is free, that is, that is garbage. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I hope you guys had a good Halloween. Uh, obviously welcome back, uh, listeners. Welcome to all the new listeners. Guys, I've got people of all over this lovely planet of ours listening to this podcast. I think Nigeria is amongst my new listeners. Uh, what have I, I got? Turkey, right? Turkey, Nigeria, you know, all my target markets right now. <laughs> and it's funny too, that Turkey, I got to download in Turkey, uh, because all week I've been singing the uh, Istanbul was Constantinople, now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople, been a long time gone. Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the Turks. Anyways, that's the song I've been singing all week for whatever reason. Um, I think it's because for four seconds uh, Sigourney Weaver said Constantinople in The Defenders, which I've been watching, of course. And I was just going, oh, Constantinople, it's not Constantinople anymore, right? It's Istanbul. If you've got a date in Constantinople, she'll be waiting in Istanbul. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's been a fun, uh, fun week. I'm uh, clearly crazy. Uh, I haven't even eaten all the candy yet, right? Anyways, uh, tomorrow I work, so I'm recording the podcast on Monday. I usually do it on Tuesday, tomorrow Halloween. And uh, yeah, so first thing in the morning for you guys on Wednesday, I hope you uh, enjoy. I hope you had a good Halloween. I um, posted some pictures, um, some stuff I'll be talking about in uh, in this episode Normally I start with uh, you know, how did last week go? Well, there wasn't a whole lot that happened last week. I worked my job and we've all heard enough about that, haven't we? So uh nothing's really changed there. Not gonna go into it, but uh, you know, it'll just be it'll be like a big announcement when I'm finally throwing in my uh my towel. But uh Sunday was good. It was a good day to look forward to. That was yesterday, of course. Um, for me. We, uh, we took the kiddos to uh, wonderland. It was the last day the park was open this year. I I'm pretty sure, or, or at least the last weekend that the park was open. So we, uh, we got everybody up at the crack of, I should, the crack of dawn isn't even correct because the sun wasn't up for several hours after we got up. We got up at four 30 in the morning, got the kids up dressed into the car and then headed there. They open at, uh, about 10 o'clock in the morning. We want to be on the road for, for five, five 30. Cause it was raining like a son of a bitch. We were checking our weather apps Saturday night. You know, checking the weather apps <laughs> Sunday morning, just going. All right, it still says you know maybe twenty percent chance of rain. That's one in five. It was the last weekend we could do it. The kids were excited, right? Anybody out there with kids knows damn well you can't just tell them you're gonna take them to a, a theme park and go. Ah, it might rain today. We're not going because they'll just you know they'll they'll have a bad day. They're gonna hear that and they're gonna be upset, as you know, as we all would be at that age. So we just figured, okay, it's a very small chance. Uh, we drove. Geez, I think it was like seven 30 in the morning before it even started to get light in Ottawa. Um, and it rained the whole way we got into Toronto and right near the park at about 10 o'clock and right, maybe five, 10 minutes before we got to the park, the raining stopped and, uh, and stayed gone for the, the rest of the day, which was great. Um, we didn't have many hours. We had uh, about six hours at the park. No, that's not good math at all. Uh, seven hours from uh, from 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. is when they closed. Uh, They're open usually till about 10 p.m. Uh, during the summertime. And, uh, and I wore, you know, when we were there in the summer, I wore shorts and a t-shirt. Uh, drink it in. Drink it in. Um, uh, yeah, but I wore light clothes, right? Because it's hot. Um, but this time I brought like a sweater and it was still like sweater, pants, everything. It was still way too cold. Way, way too cold. And of course I did not anticipate it wasn't that bad in the morning for, you know, again, it was raining. I thought it would have been colder. It was pretty mild in Ottawa, just despite the fact it was raining. And, uh, and yeah, so I figured no, I don't need a coat, right? I'm dressed. It's gonna be fine. Um, didn't anticipate super cold Toronto post rain and, uh, you know, uh, crazy fast roller coaster speeds, which is the wind would cut you like a crazy, like, well, like a windchill so, uh, yeah, it was, it was cold as hell to the point where, um, crystal actually had to, <laughs> this was awful. And I was, I felt so bad, but, but her and the kids were so cold that she actually had to buy three sets of mittens and toques at a theme park for Christ's sakes. I, I hate that she, yeah. Um, it's unfortunate because I can only imagine what like gearing up a bunch of kids at a theme park would cost. And for some reason hmm, they knew to have hats and mittens there. For some reason this time of year, those sly cocksuckers. So I even said to her like, oh, honey, where are they the She's like, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. So, um, but that did warm them up. We were able to start getting rides because everyone was just freezing, right? Everything you're grabbing is like metal poles and metal handles and stuff like that on rides. So it was, uh, very unpleasant for them. And I think, um, with just how busy Crystal and I've been lately, we were, we were pretty bushed and even the kiddos, the kiddos were kind of like, they went on some of their favorite rides and then we were all just sort of like, uh, we're good to go. So I think by the time we, we'd made it around the park and seen, uh, a few of the temporary Halloween haunt things that they had there, of course, they don't start any of those shows until evening and it's a separate ticket price of $30 each. So we said, fuck that. Um, but they did have a bunch of stages set up and whatnot. So we got to see some of the decor for what they're doing for Halloween. And, uh, it looked interesting enough. They had some like trolls sitting in rivers that were on hydraulics and stuff like that. Um, coffins and skeletons all over the the regular branding of stuff so it was it was neat and like i said we got to have fun we got to do the rides one more time make use of those season passes that we bought earlier in the season so that was fun had a good time at canada's wonderland uh came back it rained the whole fucking way back so again very very happy that we got to be at the theme park with no rain but it rained the entire way there it rained the entire way back and uh and everyone was just, you know, everyone slept on the way back. So when we got home, the kids were, uh, were wide awake. So it took a while to get them to, uh, to sleep last night since it was so late for them to get sleep. We had a hell of a time trying to get them up this morning. So I just, uh, they, they just, they stayed home. They stayed home. I stayed home with them this morning and, uh, yeah. And then when, uh, when Crystal was headed home, I came home and, uh, got ready for the podcast. So shy of a bunch of really horrible days at the source. Uh, the, the one good day was, uh, was a little break here, family, family trip out to Canada's wonderland, which uh, seals the the season passes for this year. I would definitely recommend it. If anybody is, uh, is, you know, in the uh, Toronto area or four and a half hours away, like we are just, uh, it was, I think it was 69 bucks. We paid for a season pass. That was what, what it cost each. Um, the regular admission is like 39 bucks. So it's 80 bucks. If you want to go twice and we made use of it four times, right? We had the th- three day trip there and then, uh, yeah, then we went back yesterday. So, It was pretty nice Um, to apologize for the yawns here and there. I, uh, I am doing this relatively late on Monday night. Um, I'll tell you guys why shortly again, I'm, I'm working tomorrow, but why I'm doing it so late today, I've been off all day. Um, Well, what can I say? May as well get right into it, right? I mean, uh, it's Halloween. It was Halloween for you guys. I'm still excited. It hasn't happened yet, but for you guys, it's just, it had just happened. There's a lot of you new parents that listen, a lot of friends Halloween parties, right? Some of you guys are dressing up your kiddos. Some of you are, are you know, going to be giving candy out to the kids. Some of you are going to be taking your kids out trick or treating. Um, so again, I just, I, I, and I dig the season, right? Like I've told you guys before, I like scary movies. I like scary stories. Um, I'm into that shit. So this is uh this is my fun time of year. And uh, what can I tell you? Um, I thought I'd just start chatting with you guys a little bit about some of the Halloween holiday stuff. Um, I do have a new partner coming up that, uh, got some cool things going on. Um, it's not fully, fully, fully confirmed yet. We've everything via emails has been very positive, but I'm excited to have them, uh, on board. Um, and I'll announce it of course, just so I don't jinx it once, uh, all the ink is dry, so to speak on that. But, uh, I'm a big fan of theirs and, uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a little, just a little shout out that I'll have something coming down the pipeline soon. Just want to make sure I get some of the other talking points out of the way. You know, I, uh, I do have two little pet peeves I'll throw We did the pet peeves a little while ago and I uh, still love for you guys to send in yours, right? If you have anything just, and we're talking little pet peeves, not things that drive you up the fucking wall, but just little pet peeves. Like for example, this is not one I've written down, but just pops in the top of my head. I hate when people, you know, I'm trying to pull out onto a street and someone's coming up, I'm waiting for them to go, waiting for them to go. And then at the last minute they, you know, turn right, which could have allowed me to go out the entire time, but they just didn't put on their blinker. Like that kind of shit. Just the whole, like you know what? Hey, we I could have gone a long time ago if you, I knew you were turning. That's the signal's not for you. It's for the rest of us. It's called uh, communication. It's a tool. Helps us all. It's important in relationships. And uh, guess what? This uh, this whole driving on roads thing. It is the number one choreographed thing us human beings do together. Uh, we do a pretty good damn job. It's a pretty good goddamn job, I should say. You know, and it's uh, surprising that we're able to do it as well as we do with only. You know, the number of accidents we have, we should have a lot more considering how many human beings are moving and speed, the speeds we're going, the idea we can get it done. But the, whole, you know how we do that relationship. We communicate with that fucking blinker. So use it anyways. So that's an example of a pet peeve, tiny little thing that bothers you, right? Well, the two I kind of wrote down this week, um, I, one of them, I hate, and I do hate it. There's a lot of things to hate in the world. I, I, this is something that just bothers me because the level of, of self-absorption it takes to do this. I it just baffles me. If you're in a grocery store, all right, this happens a lot in Costco too. Costco's a very busy store. That's kind of where I go. You know, that's that's one of my go-to places. I'm there a lot. But there's a lot of people in in grocery stores in Costco. And the amount of people that will take their cart and just leave it in the middle of the aisle. And we're talking in the middle. Right in the middle of the aisle and blocking everybody else. Don't care. Just stop and start looking around with their cart right in the middle. It's like, if you're going to look around, pull over to the side, right? Tuck it up against the side so that you're not fucking, you know, blocking the aisle. You can't, if you're looking for something on a street, you can't just stop. You pull over to the side and you move slow. Start looking, get out of the way of the rest of the traffic that knows where they're going. I don't know. It's just like the, and some people even stop and, and have conversations with other people in the middle of the fucking aisle and you're standing right there trying to go by and they're just oblivious to the fact that they're fucking blocking an aisle. I, I don't know. That is that is definitely a pet peeve of mine. And uh, I try to be a good person. Try not to just mouth off at strangers. But occasionally, like, <laughs> it's like everyone's going, but. Yeah, but. Occasionally, like, I, I have been known to do this occasionally. Just while they're talking, I'll turn their cart completely parallel and go, there. Now you're blocking even more room. Let's maximize the efficiency. If you're going to block the aisle, block it good. Um, <laughs> But I haven't done that in a long time. You know, and I've and you know what? I've noticed the numbers of uh, of culprits increasing, so maybe I need to get back out there. Me and my mouth are bringing justice. Fucking. Oh, how is she? It's so good to see. Get the fuck out of my way. Just because you have nothing, anyways. uh stay happy. They're just talking, anyways. Um, what else? What else is the other one? Oh, and the other pet peeve I have. Now this one, um. This one takes a little self-reflection to get out there. You know what? something that bothers me is? And I'm dealing, the reason I'm I'm bringing this one up is because my coworkers, my coworkers who have half of the lifetime on this planet that I have, they're fucking, they're like, I'm 20, I'm 18. I'm like, oh God, I'm twice your age. But the ones, the pet peeve that I have is when uh, employees get angry at the customers for not knowing what they know. Okay, and what I mean by that is someone's like, man, someone come and look for USB, like, how do you not know the USB, blah, blah, you know, or, or whatever it is. Like, I didn't come up with an exact situation, but the idea is, like, a lot of people in their job are like, can you believe this person thought blah, 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 like, fuck, how fucking stupid are you? It's like, yeah, of course it's easy for you. You do it eight hours a day, five days a week, you know, 12 months a year, like, it's fucking, the hell's wrong with you? Of course, it's easy to you. You live and breathe it every single day. They don't. They don't do our job every day. Ask them what they do. I guarantee you, you don't know their job up and down. Would you like them? You know, that's the whole reason that you're here is because they don't know. You know, if they knew everything, then they wouldn't need to talk to your ass. You know, they could do it themselves. You put a self-checkout machine here. They'd come in, they'd buy their own fucking batteries and they'd leave. That's the whole reason you get trained. So... Just in case you're out there and you get mad at other people for, for coming in. Now, sometimes people are fucking dickheads. I actually got into an altercation this week. And again, you know, with how much I've been bitching and stuff about work, you guys will be like, yeah, it's just you, Josh. You can't alter. Me. I never used to I'm a very, very professional person. And here I go down that fucking sorcerer. I was not going to talk about it. And hey, listen, I talked about the pet peeve. We're going to cut it off there. Just because somebody doesn't know. And you know, doesn't make that other person stupid. If you live and breathe the work, of course, you're going to know it like the back of your hand. Just assume that whatever they do, they fucking know way more than you. All right. And I don't care if they work in a goddamn jewelry store or a fucking, you know, mechanic shop. Like those, those mechanics, when they say, they could say words to me and I go, okay, that's neat. How much is it to fix that? And it's not a real thing. They fucking laugh. you believe this fucking fat cocksucker doesn't know what? It, yeah. Yeah, I can. I'm sorry. I'm out there. <laughs> not talking about ball joints or whatever the fuck that stuff is you know anyways so that's those are my pet peeves for this week all right don't don't block the fucking aisle with your stupid cart you want to take a minute and read 15 different kinds of you know chip labels i don't give a shit go ahead get your fucking cart to the side i'll go around there's lanes that's what they should start doing is painting fucking yellow lines in aisles anyways um, and then the other one is, of course, when people get mad at, at customers for not knowing the same shit that, that they know, I already like, how fucking stupid are you? Can't, can't believe you fucking think that this customer knows. So having said that guys, uh, the rest of what I'm talking about this week is uh pretty Halloween themed. Um, I, uh, I, I wanted to share with you guys some of my, uh, my, the things I like about Halloween. I'm um, kind of like, you know, my my movies and costumes and things like that. Um, I do want to say, I know I, I'm pretty damn sure, um, I talked about this before, but, um, an American werewolf in London. So when I'm talking about the, my, my favorite scary movie, um, an American werewolf in London, I believe I did mention it scared the fucking shit out of me as a kid. Um, great movie, John Landis, got the blues brothers coming to America, all that stuff. If you haven't seen it, it's not hacky or cheesy or anything. It's really, really well done. It's on the shutter streaming service that I was talking about. Shut, uh, shutter, uh, shutter, boo, 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 boo. I know you can stream the movies anyways, shutter, uh, has American werewolf in London on there and, um, you know, and if you're looking for just, like I said, or if you're just going to fucking go on and buy it on iTunes or something like that, an American Werewolf in London will not disappoint. There's jump scares. That movie probably cost me the most sleep as a kid, just from how fucking terrifying, uh, the, the, s- the sounds, the visuals, everything. It does the right job of, of showing you, but not showing you. Um, yeah, anyways. Uh, so definitely one of my favorite, uh, scary movies of all time. Um, Yeah. Check it out guys. If you haven't seen it, not, not cheesy. It's got good comic relief and everything like that. So, um, in fact, my new, uh, my new partners have got, uh, have got something that features a lot of, uh, stuff from American world from London and I'm very excited. I really want to pick it up. I was hoping to have it for Halloween. Um, might get it sometime later in the year that I can yak all about it, but, uh, I've even mentioned it before. So for anyone who's going, is he talking about? Yeah. Yeah. If you're on the same page, I am anyways. Um, costume. I found I was trying to find some really funny costumes and and you know, give some shout-outs to the the funniest costumes I've seen. I've only got I only picked one. I was out of one thing, and then I started going all over the fucking map with stuff. Uh, Halloween. So the best costume I saw is these two guys with beer bellies uh, dressed up as a pair of tits. so <laughs> they've they've made a bra that goes around each of their bellies and then up over their shoulder. Um, and, then uh, they look like a pair of tits. And of course I'm going to have that posted on my Instagram. So go on to one man podcast, uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'll have that, uh, those picture posted. So you can see the costume I'm talking about super hilarious. Um, and of course, uh, some, one of the things too, um, in terms of Halloween, the decorations always very cool. Uh, one of the things that I like decoration wise is, uh, I like when people do up their lawns, you know what I mean? Like I like, and I like the misdirect. And what I mean by that is I like the, the decor that, uh, not so much the bats hanging from the branches and spiders and stuff, but I like kind of like the front, you know, the odd tombstone here and there, but my favorite decoration that you could do, especially for Halloween is when you have somebody dressed up as like a scarecrow or whatever, and you have it slumped in a chair or something. Um, but of course it's actually a person in there, right in the costume and they just jump and scare the shit out of the kids every time they go to the door. I think that's one of the fucking coolest Halloween pranks. It's so simple. It's very cost effective. Uh, very satisfying. Everyone loves it. The kids love the scare. The adults love scaring the shit out of the kids. The parents fucking love it. Um, so, yeah, in terms of, like, decoration, like there's all sorts of stuff we do to decorate for Halloween, the jack-o'-lanterns, stuff like that. Um but that's that in terms of the decor, you know, p- part of the, 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 theme and then whatnot, I, I love the fucking, you know, the, 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 the ghost or the skeleton or the scarecrow or whatever the fuck it is that you dress up and just have them pop out and scare the kids. That is, that's the best. Um, and then of course, um, ghost stories are always fun. Campfire stories. I lost a lot of time today. Um, the reason I'm so late doing the podcast is is I wanted to find a ghost story to share with you guys. Um, you know, just a fun little one, maybe a couple paragraphs, just something fun. And you know, Hey, it's a little, little spooky, little creepy. Um, and, and that reminds me of when I was a kid, right? The, the ghost stories. And so I looked up originally the ghost stories that I saw, uh, read as a kid and I couldn't find uh, any of them written, um, to, to, you know, to, to be able to read to you guys. And I was trying to remember them and I had to research a bunch of them and I'd find out what they were called again. And uh, and go from there. And then when it's once I found them, so I'll start by saying uh, when I was a kid, I read something called "Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark" it was by Alvin Schwartz, and then some guy who illustrated some of the most terrifying pictures um, in a book. Anyways, I found them. Couldn't find any any like you know written versions of these stories uh, to to go through and pick a favorite to read to you guys as part of just the whole Halloween theme thing. Um so I was uh not not having a lot of success in terms of that but uh I later started just okay well I started googling you know stories go scary stories and I was reading through tons and tons of stories and I, you know after a while I was like some of these aren't even scary there's kind of like oh that's a shitty thing that had that you know happened and and I eventually found oh I'm reading like people's written in scary stories on like Reddit or other places and I'm like for fuck's sakes like just I want to find fiction scary story like a fucking scary story i can read to my audience and i was just and we're talking like hour after hour of just these and some of them were long i'm like maybe this one's going to pay off and they have me hooked you know halfway there and then just nothing happens or it's like the most predictable shit you know or they woke up and it was all a dream like just really nothing that captured the uh the essence and the feeling of what it was i was trying to share so, um, after a while, I was just like, okay. And then I managed to find the, the, uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark, the original thing that had me, you know, that I was looking for, I found the audio version of them on YouTube. So they actually have, there's three books and they have the audio for each one of them on YouTube. So you can listen to the entire thing as read by some, some dude who is really overacting voice stuff. Um, so feel free to look them up if you want. But, uh, like I said, all three are on YouTube and I will, I will get back to that in a second. But here's the idea. These were incredibly popular books. So going back to the stories that I originally want to share with you that I remember reading as a kid that scared the hell out of me were books called scary stories to tell in the dark by Alvin Schwartz. Um, I'm sure a lot of people maybe go right away. Fuck. I remember those. And some of you have repressed it. And then some of you might not recognize it until you go on to the One Man Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and look at the pictures that I'm posting. So I actually went online and grabbed the cover and then some of the really horrifying imagery that they had in these, these kids' books. Um, and unlike me normally, I actually did some research. I was on Wikipedia and I was learning all sorts of fun stuff about uh, scary stories you can tell in the dark. And one of the things that I found... Was, uh, well, let's put it this way it was the most banned book in schools and things like that. And one of the reasons was because everything was so scary on it, and the stories were so, you know, I want to say disturbing to an extent. But I listened to them like, I again, I spent like a good, you know, maybe hour and a half to two hours just listening to the audio, trying to find a story that wasn't like really hacky. So for example, the first one had the story of like, you know, the girl who's driving home and the car behind her keeps turning on its high beams and it's because there's a killer in the back seat, you know, or the, the hook on the door of the car when the, the couple gets home, you know, like those ones, there's some of those guys in the, the original version of this, of this, the scary stories to tell in the dark, but I was listening to them all trying to find one. Cause I remember these stories really creeping me out as a kid and, uh, I just listen to one after the other after they're going, yeah, like they, they're sort of scary, but they're not, they really don't end. There's no ending to a lot of them. And a lot of them are the kind that, you know, they are like campfire stories, you know, like who's got my eyes, who's got my eye, you do. And you jump out and you scare somebody. So for me, just to sort of read something like that, uh, doesn't exactly translate. And it really is more of a, a kid's thing, you know, so Uh, all I can say is that in terms of ghost stories, this time of year, uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark by Alvin Schwartz are a very, very good option, especially for all of you out there with uh, young kids, be sure to traumatize your kids with those. Go on and and look at the pictures that I'm posting because it'll, for those of you who are like, I don't know if I ever, as soon as you see these pictures, like I remember every school had this, this is one of the most banned books. Um, in fact, I was looking at something that said it was the number one most banned book um, and not just in schools and stuff, it was just, it was banned because it was horrifying. It like there were stories about people getting ground up and, and made sausages out of, you know, as, as hacky as they were, like that was still the, the plot, you know? Um, and then I was looking on, uh, on Wikipedia and it turns out that those three books, uh, were so originally released in like 1981. All right. So a long time ago, fuck that is, that is a very long time ago. Um, 1981 released and in this very, very year, July 25th, 2017, the entire three book collection was re-released uh, again. So nothing doing from 1991. So the first one was 81, 84, and then 91, the third one came out. Um, and then there's something called the Scary Stories Treasury got released in 2004. And then just this year, um, the, the three book collection got re-released and they switched artists. They went from... Uh, what the hell was his name? I'm looking for it here, guys. I'm looking for it. Stephen Gammell, um, was the illustrator who drew all these like black and white, sort of blurry pictures. You'll see them if you go online. Um, they got rid of him, and then when they when they redid the books for re-release, they used Brett Helquist, who is the illustrator of a series of unfortunate events. So, and then apparently a bunch of people bitched and said that they changed the images and they're not as scary, and the, the originals were way better. But, uh, but that's that. And then I'm going to read you guys. Apparently they're doing a film adaptation of this, these stories. So again, I, like listening to them again tonight, like I was reading this before and I was like, oh, that's super exciting. And then listening to them tonight, I'm like, these stories, they would scare kids, but they're really not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, they, they don't seem to have held the test of time, at least for as an adult growing up. Maybe for kids over the years, they're still scary. But anyways, it says, In 2013, CBS Films acquired the rights to the Alvin Schwartz's children book series Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, with the intent of producing it as a potential feature film. It was announced in 2014 that writer John August will pen the film for CBS Films. On January 14th, 2016, it was announced that Guillermo del Toro, uh, side note, who was the director of like that Mama movie, and um, Pan's Labyrinth, uh, would develop the project for CBS Films with potentially attached to direct, uh, while he would also produce the film along with Sean Daniel, Jason Brown, and Elizabeth Grave. Don't know who the fuck they are. On February 24th, 2016, CBS Films hired screenwriting brothers duo Dan and Kevin Hagerman to polish the draft written by August. And before him, the script was written by Marcus Dunstan and Patrick Melton, whatever. But the idea is just having Guillermo del uh, Guillermo del Toro attached to it, and working with it just means that you got a really serious like horror dude involved. Um, Guillermo del Toro is also supposed to be also supposed to be involved somehow. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure of this, but with the like the new Tales from the Crypt um, adaptations, but also so is M Night Shyamalan. All right, well, there's a bunch of fucking scary history that I hope was interesting. Um, so that's what happens when you ask me to fucking research, okay? Yeah, I could just say, you know what stories were good, or stories were scary. Alvin Schwartz, scary stories, to tell the dark. There you go, have a good one. Then if people are like, well, you know, I've been meaning to tell you, you're fucking stupid when you talk about stuff. Well, there you go. I just read Wikipedia, which we all know is the center of the universe for knowledge, but it's out there. No, and, I, and there's a documentary about these fucking books, and yeah, that's all. That's that's as much as I saw. But I, I actually went on a lot of different websites. There's so many fucking websites guys that have scary stories and some of them are like quote unquote always quote unquote whether they put it that way or not r- true stories or real stories that people are sharing but i read so much of that looking for one that was good and then i'm like well i'm not gonna fucking read somebody else's life story you know what my favorite scary story is this one i just read right now by some bitch and I was getting to the point where I was so tired of reading stories that I was like, just the first one, that I even like half a little bit, I'm going to share. And that's not what this podcast is about. It's not about me going, Hey, you know what I really love about Halloween? Something that isn't brand new to me and that I just rushed. No. So I went back to my original choice, just instead of being able to find one I could share with you guys, just say, go on YouTube, listen to the audiobook versions of these. They're out there. Um, and another thing I wanted to say too, in terms of just, you know, normally I, I won't send you guys to YouTube for shit, but, uh something if you are a horror fan too that i didn't mention before is that there is a fuckload of independent short like anywhere between 5 and 10 minutes long sometimes 15 um but short horror films independent short horror films um in fact if you even google uh, or not google but youtube like short horror films you know you'll find results that are like the top 10 best youtube or independent short horror films which you can find all on youtube um yeah, it, and it's great. Those movies are fucking scary. They got great little concepts. Um for example, uh the movie Mama that Guillermo del Toro uh directed um was based on a YouTube short film. Uh the movie Lights Out uh that was just done. Um I'm trying to think here. Uh the guy who directed Lights Out was not the one who did the short film. I don't think. Um, you know what? Fuck it. None of that shit matters. Point being is lights out. There is a great two minute, three minute short on the internet that you can watch. And that whole feature length horror movie that came out a year or two ago was based entirely on that. It was exactly the same premise. Everything they decided to take that and extend it to a longer version. There's a lot of really creepy, uh, short horror films on YouTube that are independent and, and fucking great. So, uh, check it out. It's Halloween um, well, the day after for you guys, but, um, I hope, uh, you know, if you're fans of that kind of shit, check it out. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. Um, what, what's, what else am I watching these days besides short films on YouTube? I'm watching the walking dead. Haven't watched this week's episode yet. It aired last night. We were still on our way back from Toronto and I haven't watched it yet today. So, um, hope it was good for anyone who gives a shit about that. You know, we'll talk about more. Uh, and I am watching the defender still slowly, but surely, um, I was, different. Then I was like, this is kind of cool. Now I'm like, all right, do something. It's not really going anywhere. So that's just where I'm at with uh, the defenders. Not really much if anybody gives a fuck, but if you're watching anything cool on Netflix, guys, show me or, or, or tell me about it because, um, I know that stranger things two has come out and Crystal and I still need to watch the last episode of the first season. Um, yeah, like we watched some months ago and we just lost her. That's how it works. Cause we get together systematically, right? We get, uh, is that the right word? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, we get together periodically, uh, you know, on the weekends and we'll do something. If we get busy for a couple of weeks and we, we end up passing out something new with a lot of hype comes out on it we will forget an old show and just start watching the new shit. You know, I've had season three of better call Saul on my PVR for like almost two years now. And you know, we, we need to watch that. It'll be on Netflix. It's like the whole reason I got TV again was so that we can get like Better Call Saul and Walking Dead. And now Crystal's buying Walking Dead on iTunes. So I don't even watch it on on my TV. And Better Call Saul's been sitting there waiting for us to give a fuck enough to watch it. So um <laughs> how about that? So yeah, if you like like uh Riverdale, that Archie show, right? That's out. A lot of people seem excited about that. Is that good? Stranger Things 2, I imagine we'll watch it because the first season was pretty, pretty good. Um let me know what's on Netflix worth watching, guys. You know, I, I I'd appreciate it anyways because you can. Uh, I'm turning back into a regular nine to fiver with this fucking retail job, so I just want to come home and watch TV and not think. So at least if I'm gonna do that, I want to watch something good, you know. Anywho, it's that time of the episode where it's time to talk about our sponsors. What's that? It's 30 minutes in, Josh, and you're already changing gears to the end of the show. Yep, I'm tired. I don't have a lot to talk about this week. I love just doing nothing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this week's edition of uncle John's bathroom reader from my partners at portablepress.com. Um, I decided to try to find something, uh, that was another thing of course, that I prepare for. I was trying to find an article and, uh, and I was digging through some of my books here going, uh, do any of them have like a Halloween themed thing and how am I going to find it? I'm sure that they're in there, but, um, I went to one of my, uh, one of my personal favorite books called do geese get goosebumps and more than 199 perplexing questions with astonishing answers. And I found a great little article that I think is very Halloween themed. It's called trick or Turkey question mark. And, uh, and the question asked in this week's uh, edition is, uh, why do kids dress up in costumes and go trick or treating on Halloween? As weird as it might sound, this beloved Halloween tradition was once a Thanksgiving tradition. In the early 19th century, poor people in the northeastern U.S. were known to go from door to door the night before Thanksgiving to ask for something to eat. Children started dressing up in raggedy clothing and imitating these unfortunate souls as a practical joke. The idea of dressing up, or in this case dressing down, became synonymous with Thanksgiving, so much so that when Abraham Lincoln declared it an official national holiday in 1863, people celebrated with masquerade balls instead of turkey and stuffing. Towards the end of the 19th century, Thanksgiving parades caught on which further encouraged people to run around in costumes. Children, mostly in East Coast cities, celebrated the holiday by dressing up as clowns or hobos and knocking on neighborhood doors to ask for free treats. It became so common that Thanksgiving got the nickname Ragamuffin Day in many communities, but not everyone liked the idea of costume kids begging them for food, especially during the Great Depression when food was scarce. The practice slowly died out and Thanksgiving became a more low key holiday to celebrate family. But the parades remained. Some grumpy grown ups took it a step further and heated up pennies until they were red hot and then offered them as tricks. Gradually, tricks and treats became intertwined. Halloween, meanwhile, had been in America since the 1840s but it was mostly reserved for adults in the 1930s. American kids took to the old Thanksgiving tradition and applied it to Halloween. The first known mention of trick or treating comes from a November 1st, 1934 article in the Oregon Jur- journal, sorry, uh, called Halloween pranks, keep police on hop other young goblins and ghosts employing modern shakedown methods successfully worked the trick or treat system in all parts of the city. So there you go, guys, that is where trick or treat came from. <laughs> And why they did it, blah, blah, blah. So, my, uh, I guess, mild success in making it Halloween themed? I think so. Um, Yeah, and as always, of course, I don't have just those partners. I've got two others currently, a third other on the way. Um, My partners at Absolute Comedy and Summersby. Absolute Comedy is the best live stand up comedy from across North America with locations in Kingston, Toronto, and Ottawa, Ontario. These comedians have been featured on Just For Laughs, Netflix, Comedy Central, CBC's The Debaters, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Conan, The Comedy Network, and much, much more. Go to absolutecomedy.ca to see this week's lineup. Planning a night out is easy with dinner and show packages, available at all locations. Live comedy is a great choice if you're organizing a celebration, fundraiser, company outing, or corporate event want the show brought to you they'll send comedians to your venue with performances tailored to your event creating a night of laughs your guests will love and won't soon forget so for showtimes ticket prices gift certificates special shows and more head to AbsoluteComedy.ca. again that's absolute comedy.ca for the best live stand-up comedy from across north america
0: the sun gives life to the orchard the orchard gives life to the apple. The apple gives life to Summersbee. Summersbee is a delicious sweet taste of sunshine imported across the ocean all the way from Denmark. The people in Denmark are smarter and so are you if you drink (laughs) Summersbee. With flavors like apple, blackberry, pear, elderflower lime, red rhubarb and a taste as regal as this fake accent There's something for everyone to enjoy. And now you can try them all in the Summersby mixer pack, available wherever fine beverages are sold. So go on and try for yourself the crisp, refreshing taste of Summersby. Ah! Your taste buds deserted. Please drink resplendently.
1: And we're back. Got an interesting week coming up, you know, actually this is, uh, launches on Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning, I am going to meet my new doctor. Huh? I'm going to sit down and talk to him, say, doc, got 99 problems in a bitch. Ain't one, you know what I mean? <laughs> I, uh, and I hope he gets the reference. Are you really thinking about asking him like that? Well, maybe, maybe I need to see if I can let him doc for me, you know, say, so, you know what, maybe, maybe you'll take me as a patient. You know, but, but will I take you as a doctor? This is a two way street. You know what I mean? You can't just walk in here expecting to be the since 2017. I get to say, all right, maybe you pick where we're going, but, uh, but I'm ordering. All, I don't know if that, <laughs> all I'm saying is, uh, I, I gotta know this guy gives a fuck, right? If he doesn't like jokes, he's not going to try to save me. He's going to go, oh, why the fuck am I trying to save some comedian? You know, fuck him. Not like, not a not a contributor to society. This guy's going to go out there and talk about this gross dick and everyone's going to laugh because they don't have to see it. But I just stare down the barrel of it, trying to find this fucking hernia stitch up this goddamn flesh bag. I don't know. So I need to, I need to know that he's got a sense of humor. He's like, man, Josh, I like you. I like the cut of your jib. You know, I got to stare at gross things all day. I think that's why doctors, you know, you walk in, they're like, Oh, it's wrong. You got a sore throat. Hey, here you go. moxicillin, get the fuck out. You know, uh, talk to you. i got this thing you can look at i eh, don't worry about it just uh, what is just talk just to uh, describe it to me you know i don't want to go looking around there poking around at some pussy old thing on you i'm sure there's something wrong you know why would you lie about it i don't need to see it <laughs> make a terrible fucking doctor like that's the thing whenever you talk to guys because we're fucking idiots but every time you talk to guys we've always got that you know, what do you want, man? I want to be a gynecologist, man? You know, that supermodels aren't like, Hey, my, my pussies in tip top. Why don't I go in and see, uh, the, the, the old, uh, gynecologist, right? A lot of you guys who are listening, y'all have girlfriends and wives and whatever, you know, ask them. They don't, they don't think that's shit's funny. They don't go to the gyneco- gynecologist sticks all sorts of weird pizza cutters and things like that into them. You know, the tools are always very weird, very alien spaceship looky you know i i wouldn't uh they're not going to the gynecologist unless there's something seriously wrong if they're like uh, yeah my a hey, my uh, my pussy's making guacamole right now could you please <laughs> what kind of uh what kind of pills do i take to stop turning my fucking taco right because you want the regular taco the one that that comes menu price right once you get the guac costs extra Blech. I'm so sorry. I'm probably turning everybody off right now, but uh, that's what's happening in my head right now. So the point is, is that you're not going to the doctor, regardless of what kind, unless there's something wrong. So I think I'd be, if I if I were to to doctor around these parts, I'd be like, uh, what's what's wrong with you? You got something gross? Cool. And I'll tell you what. You describe it, and I'll uh, I'll see what I can do about it. We'll uh, we'll set you up with a few different pills. <laughs> so, anyways. I'm looking forward to meeting my new doctor, um, and, uh, and just sort of seeing what's going on, find out about the hernia, find out about whatever the hell's going on in my side that's messed up my core, you know, find out what's, what exercises are safe for me to do. Cause so I can start losing some goddamn weight. I've been better with food, but not perfect, you know, uh, fucking pretty far from perfect. I would say, you know, bottom 50% of what, no, no, I wouldn't. I'm doing, I'm doing better than half. I'm i I'm a solid D right now, but I was like a fucking hard F before fail, fail. Now I'm like, I'm like D I'm getting there. It's like, you know, you can move on to the next portion, you know, just, yeah. D minus let's keep going. Let's keep going. So yeah, I'm going to work on that. I'm excited to meet the new doctor work off fucking week on Friday night. I get to open for a super, super, super funny guy. It's a private function, unfortunately. So I'm not trying to hype it up for you guys to come or anything like that, but my buddy Frank Spadone is an amazing comedian called me up recently and asked me to, uh, to open for him when he's here in Ottawa on Friday night. I graciously accepted and, uh, get an opportunity to hang out with Frankie. I wish he was here for more than just the one night because honestly, guys, I'd love to sit down and just, uh, do a podcast with Frank. Frank Spadone is one of the funniest guys um that i've ever worked with he is very close friends with russell peters and, uh, and angelo sarukas another big comic the three of them have toured all over the world together and worked together for, for many many years and uh in my humble opinion uh frankie is the funniest out of all three of them and the least known which had yeah, just a, a travesty but um Oh, super, super funny guy. You can find videos of Frank on, uh, on YouTube. He's been at Just for Laughs numerous times, toured all over, uh, you know, you, you name it, he's done it. He's outstanding. Um, so I get to open for my buddy, Frankie, hang out with him for a little bit on Friday night. Uh, cause the lady's out of town this weekend. She is going to Montreal with one of her friends. So she's gone all weekend. I am left unsupervised. Now, luckily I got shows Friday and Saturday night. So that'll keep me busy. And I'm at uh, the source <laughs> during the day. The source for batteries and remote control cars and phone cords and VCR fuses, anything that would have been really important back in 1981. Basically, when those scary books that I was talking about came out, these were the kind of things that you would buy, you know, go, what's the, what's the hottest new toy, a remote controlled car with batteries. Wow. (laughs) So yeah, um, on, on Saturday night, I get to, uh, what am I doing? I'm going out to loyalist Ontario, never heard of it, but I'm going out there to do a show at a golf and country club. Very excited. And then on Sunday, uh, before the lady gets back, she's not back until the afternoon, the evening, I get to play fucking uncle buck with the kiddos, which is fun. I pick them up, spend the day with them. Uh, I'm a man child. So as much as I know how to take care of them, I just love being like, I love being like the fun uncle. I'm not like, hey, I'm the stepdad, and you will show me respect. I'm more like, uh, hey, how about, uh, how about we say fuck it to the salad for lunch, and we go get a pizza, and go into EB Games and whatever it is. Let's just be big kids all day. All right, let's go be big kids. Let's go finger paint. Um, so yeah, that's what I get to do on Sunday. I'm really looking forward to that. And then uh, I think that's that's. I mean, yeah, that's that's back to a nine to five retail person's week, right? As I go, I'm looking, I on my notes, I always write down every day of the week. And it used to be that I would write something different every day and go, look at all the things I got coming up. Wow, what a life of variety, the spice of life. And I'm just going, now I'm looking at going, doctor's appointment, the source, the source, the source, the source, opening for Frank. <laughs> the source going back to the, the source. And then the source again next week. I can't keep doing this. Can't keep doing it. Got to go back and find happiness. God damn it. I'll have to go chase leprechauns and unicorns all day. I don't give a shit. I got to go out and lick frost off poles. That's not a euphemism. Just got to make every day different, you know, get excited. Um, yeah, I, I know, uh, we're getting closer. Like, I know that as soon as Halloween is over, uh, which it, you know, again is now that this episode's out. Um, you know, it's, it's the new, the next, the next big holiday. And, uh, I, I last year, I, st- I put out the tree on November 1st. I was like, fuck it. November, December. So Christmas months for me. And, uh, and everyone's always like, but what about remembrance day? What about remembrance day? Uh, I forgot, which is kind of ironic that it's called that. And every year I fucking forget. I actually have started calling it November Day, Um, not to be funny, just in my head, I'm always like November is when it is. And I'm like, so yeah, that uh, November, November and Day. So I'm just an idiot, but, uh, yeah. So I always forget. And this year I am, um, you know, it doesn't matter that I'm not going to put up my tree until the 12th. I will be respectful and I will put it up on Sunday, the 12th. I love bringing festivity to my house, uh, especially cause my roommates are like, are you fucking kidding me? Christmas already? Yeah. I like happiness. I like decorating the trees. I like the illumination that the tree gives off. And I like making you guys mad. I love blaring Christmas music in the house. I'll probably actually end up playing uh not Christmas music for the podcast, don't worry, but there's a couple funny little uh straight no chaser songs that I think are hysterical at Christmas and uh, I'll probably end up playing them on the podcast at some point or other just to give you guys a cheap laugh. Um cuz I think they're sweet and funny. But anyways, um very soon we will be uh approaching Remembrance Day. Um get your poppies. For all my listeners in other areas of the world like uh Nigeria and Turkey, I don't know where you celebrate or when you celebrate your veterans. Um we celebrate by finding a senior citizen, dressing them up like Halloween, and pushing them up a hill for an hour. <laughs> so many people are gonna be fucking mad at me. I I thank you for your service, Henry, and all them. You know, maybe in twenty five years when they're all gone. Doesn't matter, because even the regular military guys there, 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 there. Listen, thank you so much. And I'm sorry every year I forget about Remembrance Day. I buy a poppy and I lose it. That's the tradition. You know, you throw a couple quarters in a, in a box at Tim Hortons. You take the poppy, you lose it. and Then you sit on it three days later and it fucking hurts and you curse every person <laughs> who you're buying those fucking poppies for. Happy Remembrance Day, everybody. We'll talk more about that as it comes. I actually, yeah. Like I said, despite the fact that this year I'm like, oh, I'm not going to put my tree until afterwards and be respectful. I got a, I got a gig. One of those, uh, movie, uh, Cineplex shows on remembrance day from nine to 12. So I'm going to be a disrespectful piece of shit. I'll be working and running my mouth with kids or maybe no one will show up. Maybe every single person will be like, no, it's not the time. Let's go up to Parliament Hill. We'll sit with the old people who are sleeping through their own appreciation ceremony, (laughs) which I'm not even trying to laugh at my own shit. Just, it's just, I, ugh, come on. Why can't I fucking call it the way it is again? I appreciate it. Why can't we just be nice to old people all the time? It It is really like the Christmas season where we're only good to our fellow man. Cause we're like, is it the time of year? I'm not fucking help you now. It's no, it's not your time of year. And then on, on remembrance day, we're like, yeah, let's go visit, you know, grandpa and we'll push him up the hill, you know, and then we'll bring him back to the old folks home. And then we'll call him again at 364 days. You know what I mean? Whatever. It's coming guys. All right. Time for your emails. Another, uh, uplifting, (laughs) another uplifting segment from me. Um, don't worry. It'll be a short podcast this week, guys. I've got apparently nothing but, but gross, evil or rude things to say. So, uh, the email this week comes from crystal, my beauty. She has written in this week. Um, and she writes, hello, Josh. Sounds weird coming from me. Uh, cause she never calls me that. She calls me monkey. That's my pet name that she's given me. Uh, she said, well, we had a great, very long Sunday, but now you've probably already spoken about our crazy day. The kids definitely enjoyed funny. They didn't do the big roller coasters this time. Uh, but it was nice that they got to do some rides on their own crazy, but good day. Yeah. The kiddos actually, this time did go on rides by themselves. Like Crystal and I did. The, they didn't want to do the, the big, big roller coasters. Um, you know, even though they did them last time, they were a little afraid. And that was the behemoth and the Leviathan. Um, Crystal didn't want to do them either, but she was cool because she didn't. she's like, you know, I don't, I don't, it's not fun to go by yourself. So she actually like overcame her fears to, to go on the big ones with me. She went on them last time too, but it's still scary. Even me standing in line, staring down the barrel of it. It's, it's uh, the freakiest, some big ass rides there. But, uh, but she came on with me. The kids while they were waiting, did a couple small rides in the area. So it was really cool that the two of them went on some stuff alone together. Um, enjoyed that. Uh, where are we here? Uh, now we prepare for Halloween. I think this is one of my favorite occasions, mainly for all the scary movies that come on. What are your favorite movies? Um, I've got a pretty thick skin for handling scary movies. Yes, you do. I think my fave would be the exorcist because it still scares me. One of the only movies I can't watch by myself. Great classic. Um, so I agree. I think I'd mentioned that, uh, a little while back. The exorcist is outstanding. Um, I, I think my favorite has to be, like I said, in terms of just really, really scary was American War from London only because it cost me so much sleep. Obviously the exorcist is a great choice and it is, I too, very hard to watch myself. I actually tried to find the scene where she like backwards crawls down the stairs and it just happens out of nowhere. They're talking, turn and look and she doesn't. But I found, uh, there's like two different versions. One of them, she's doing the backwards crawl and when she gets to the bottom of the stairs, she just goes, wow, opens her mouth and like either stuff pours out of her. She just goes, wah, mugs. And that's the end of the scene. There's another one where she's the same thing. She's crawling backwards on the stairs, but when she gets to the bottom of the stairs, she leaps and like twists her body back around to like land on her hands and knees and then comes up and starts talking to them all there, like talking to her mother and everything like that. Like still, I think demonic. So it's odd. I think I saw the extended or director's cut where she just goes down the stairs and then and that's the end of the scene. Um, and there's a lot of added stuff at the beginning of the movie and things too, where they're basically showing like they unearth the devil or whatever. Um, but yeah, exorcist, exorcist, outstanding, super scary. Um, that would, yeah, definitely great choice. Um, what's your favorite part of Halloween? Uh, I've been trying to come up with some creative, easy to make Halloween costume for work. Any suggestions? Yeah. We talked about that uh, a little earlier and, um, I think I'll post it if crystal sends me one, I'll post it. So maybe it'll be up for you guys because there's all day tomorrow. So maybe I'll have it on the Instagram. Definitely check. Uh, maybe I won't. Cause she was playing around last time I spoke to her this evening. She was still playing around with a couple ideas. Um, So any suggestions, I guess at this point, anyone listening, it's, it's long over, but uh, I sent her a couple, couple things and uh, we'll see what she ends up picking, uh picking. Sorry. Uh, my favorite part of Halloween. I, I, it's really hard to say. Uh, <sighs> like I said, I kind of like seeing the kids running around all the different costumes and stuff. Like, um, it's funny. Like I was never a kid person. I don't, I didn't, I never disliked kids. I was just like, yeah, like I guess sometimes you start to get crotchety and I definitely had a period where I was kind of crotchety. It's like, you know, a lot of kids don't have anything against them or whatever, but I was just like, you know, ah, eh, just so fucking silly or whatever. Like that's me, the the, the silliest fucking human being. I had the fuck, I, maybe it's like they're like these little fuckers are stepping on my turf. They get to be funny and say stupid shit without being all self conscious and insecure, like. I but no, I'm I'm just joking. As 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 I get older and spend more time with the kids, like I I do, love seeing little kids and stuff like that, and them being excited and you know you just put a fucking stupid little little cape on them and a and a shitty plastic mask, and they're like I'm Batman. Like they get so fucking excited. It's cool. It's a shame we lose that as we get older. We just turn into cocksuckers. Get older and just go, nah. Whenever someone else is happy, we're fucking dicks. Um, so I, I I do think that my favorite part of Halloween is getting to see, you know, everyone running around in their costumes and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I, I really like. Um, I, I mean, the music's kind of fun. Uh there's there's some the Halloween tradition stuff some people do like I guess the, the decoration is definitely cool. Not a big jack o lantern carving fan only cuz it's so messy. Um but I uh I was looking forward to doing what Crystal and I were supposed to do one. Oh, sorry, it's getting late. Um Crystal and I were supposed to do one uh, a pumpkin. We just ran out of time. We've had the pumpkin at the house for, you know, a week or so, maybe more. And just never got around to doing something to of us. Um but yeah, I mean, uh, pumpkin pie, it's more of a Thanksgiving thing because we celebrate Thanksgiving in October. Uh, by the way, happy Thanksgiving to all my American listeners. I know your Thanksgiving has not come up yet. So I hope you can enjoy that when that comes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. I think it's, it's gotta be the costumes. That's the big thing for me. Um, and then you said, here's a couple Halloween. Would you, rathers. would you rather be chased by a zombie or a werewolf? Definitely a zombie because zombies are slow they're kind of brain dead so I, I mean i feel like a werewolf is basically using all of its wolf senses it can smell me it can see in the dark it can hear me better it's basically gonna be able to catch and kill me way more effectively than a fucking zombie so i would much rather be chased by a zombie uh would i rather have to sleep in a coffin for the night or live in a pumpkin for a week well assuming the pumpkin's big enough to house me um i still think i'd rather sleep in the uh in the pumpkin for a week or live in the pumpkin for a week. Cause sleeping in a coffin would just have, make me think all of mortality stuff way too much. I would probably wake up and fucking freak out. So, and if I lived in a pumpkin all week, I just feel like I was living inside my Starbucks drink, right? Just pumpkin spice, everything all the goddamn time. Would I rather walk through a graveyard at night or visit a haunted house at night? Definitely graveyard. Uh, I feel like I'm out in the open. I feel like people would hear me if I was screaming. Um, there's there's like that claustrophobia aspect of being stuck in a, a haunted house, a door slam shuts behind you. Fucking is a closet door gonna open and something gonna come out, come get you. I don't know, but uh, but yeah, outside is uh, definitely better. And then of course, serial killer movie or supernatural movie. I like supernatural movies, stuff like, um, you know, uh, what's it called, Paranormal Activity, uh, the, the the Grudge and Rings anything where weird shit's happening. Serial killer movies are scary too slashers and whatnot but I think I think the idea with the supernatural shit is that you just don't know what its limitations are you know what I mean like it it can do a lot more you basically cannot be there one minute and then it's there the next and I don't know like here's the thing too like Friday just for example like Friday the 13th right Jason can't be killed it's very very he's clearly a serial killer but at the same time you could say that there's a certain level of supernatural supernaturality is that a word going on Cause he can't be killed and all that. That's pretty supernatural, but either way, I, I still prefer the stuff with like ghosts and demons and Ouija boards and all that crazy shit, as opposed to just like a flat, out like scream, um, you know, movies like that where, you know, it's a, a live human being. It's not, not a ghost or anything like that. It's just, it's just a human being murdering people. So yeah, supernatural. Well, that was, you know, that was fun. Thanks for running in. I, uh, <laughs> thanks for running in honey. Appreciate it. Um, it just sounds goofy to thank her. Um, yeah, if you guys want to send anything in, you guys know where, what the email address is contact at one Of course, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all that fun stuff. Um, I will have some stuff posted for you guys. By the time you hear this, you'll be able to check it out. So, I mean, always feel free to go on that. Another thing too, um, feel free to tell your friends, you know, I know that uh, lately I've been busy and uh, all I've been doing is bitching about the source. Um, this podcast is about me and my life. And that's been me and my life lately is hating the nine to five grind and then having something occasionally funny or a weird thought pop into my head and hopefully entertain you guys with said thought. Um, it only gets better when, uh, when you contact me and, uh, and tell me what's going on with you guys. Cause then it gets, to, it's like a dialogue, right? It's a conversation. I'm sitting here waiting to come out. I just want one of you to put on your blanket, God damn it. Let me know. Let's communicate. So, um, yeah, I mean, feel free to, uh, to tell your friends, you know, we'll get this, uh, we'll get this thing. We get more people writing in more conversation, right? More sponsors means more money means less, less doing other shit. Make these things really entertaining for you guys. And, um, yeah, I would say that. Also, I will throw out there one more time too that uh, I do, uh, I have cleaned up the audio of the podcast since the very beginning using a great tool called Alphonic. And if you guys do want to uh, to donate to the One Man Podcast um, and make sure that it goes there and not to booze, uh, you can go to our Facebook page. At the top of our Facebook page, I've got a link pinned for Allphonic uh, credits donations. So again, don't feel pressured into it. But if you're just like, "Ha, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw this piece of shit a bone. That's, uh, that's, you know, that could be what you're thinking. <laughs> it could be uh, positive and negative at the same time. Somehow that's the only scenario, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to, please feel free to do that. It is much appreciated. And, uh, yeah. So thank you so much for listening to uh, the one man podcast guys. I hope you had a very happy Halloween. I hope that, uh, your remembrance day is great, but of course that's, we got another episode coming long before that, long before that I'm gonna have a great, great weekend of shows. And lots of new stories, funny things for you guys next week. Thanks for listening.